Welcome back to PCP. I'm your host, Spencer, aka Young Sushi. And today I got lots to talk about, but before any of that, just want to say for those of you who celebrate, Happy Easter. Um, I'm having a pretty good day. Uh, we don't really make a huge deal out of holidays usually, especially not Easter. Um, obviously, like Christmas and stuff like that are bigger ones, but Easter's just kind of another day for me, so um, here I am. Uh, so yeah, the first thing I want to talk about today is the new episode of Tiger King. Um, some of you may or may not have known that there was another episode coming out, uh, and I was curious as to what what they would have, like, substance-wise. I was wondering if they had, like, more footage that they just didn't show in the documentary that they wanted to show now. Or, I, honestly, I didn't really know. But basically what it was, it was kind of like an after-show thing where they brought on Joel, Mc, Joel McHale from uh, Community, which I've been watching. So it was kind of cool to see him. I wasn't expecting that. Um, and basically he just interviewed some of the people that were in the documentary. Um, I don't know names exactly, but I know that <clears throat> like the new owner who him and his wife have, like, that nanny that they both have sex with, I guess. Um, yeah, that open relationship, husband and wife. Uh, yeah, he interviewed them, and the one guy who got the arm bitten off, and then um, the one dude who has the prosthetic legs, um, the one from the zoo who had the, like, long blonde hair, uh, and then the campaign manager guy, I'm trying to think if I'm missing anybody. I probably am, but, oh well. But yeah, it was, it kind of felt like it, a cheap shot to do just basically like an after show thing. But it was kind of interesting to hear the people's perspectives on, you know, how crazy this this whole documentary is and how big it got, and, you know, how their lives are after, after it came out, um, and it was pretty fun, I enjoyed watching it, and it was, you know, again, cool to hear their perspective, and also, just kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for, not really explain themselves, but, like, to kind of give, their take on everything that happened in the events of the documentary and how they were portrayed and stuff like that. So it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of cool to um, hear that from them and see what they thought. I mean, it's got to be crazy. This is definitely like one of, one of if <clears throat> if not the most like popular documentary anything that has come out in a long time. I mean, Free Solo kind of had its moment, which I love that movie, uh, that documentary, but this is beyond that, beyond, like, anything I'm sure many of us could have imagined. Um, it just got huge, but that's what she said. <laughs> but, yeah, everybody's on the Tiger King craze, so wanted to get that out of the way because that was the freshest thing on my list of things to talk about. Watched it this morning because it came out today. 
Um, but yeah, with that being said, I'm going to go on to my next topic. Um, so if you've heard of the band 21 Pilots, you'll know that, where am I going with this? If you've heard of the band 21 Pilots, you may or may not know that they have a new song that just came out called Level of Concern. Um, and it was a really cool song. I, I like 21 Pilots a lot. Um, went to one of their concerts once and it was very cool and I was obsessed with them for a while, but, um, as, as they kind of slowed down, I didn't really listen to them anymore, but this song was very good and I liked it a lot and they did a little bit of a music video with it, uh, where they were quarantined. Tyler Joseph, the lead singer, was with his wife. Oh, man, I can't remember her name right now. Um, but they recently had a baby, I believe. Well, obviously, because the baby was in the music video. But, um, yeah, it was him and his family. And then it was Josh Dunn, uh, who's the drummer and, like, plays a lot of other instruments, like the trumpet and shit like that. And it was him and his girlfriend, Debbie Ryan. Um, I don't think they're... Yeah, I don't think they're married. They could be engaged, but I don't think so. I didn't hear anything about that, but I think they are dating. And they did date at one point, but then Josh, I think, was touring. And they just kind of never saw each other. But I like them together. I think they're cute. And if you know Debbie Ryan, um, you'll know she was, like, on Disney Channel a lot. She was... Um, Oh, man, what was she in? She was in Jesse. She played Jesse and Jesse, obviously. Um, and she was also on Sweet Life on Deck. And uh, what else? I think that might be it, actually. She's been in a few movies, too. I know she was in a Netflix movie. I don't remember what it's called. But I never watched it. <laughs> no offense to her. Um... But yeah, it was a cool music video, and I liked the aesthetic of it, and the song was very good, too. Um, nothing, like, super crazy like some of their other stuff is. It's more of, like, a chill kind of... I don't know. It's hard to describe, but, like, it's a chill song, and I like it a lot. I mean, it's not bland and boring. It definitely has, like, good production, but... It's not, like, super crazy in your face like some of their songs are. Um, not to say I don't like those songs. I pretty much like all their music, so. Their last album was my favorite, which some 21 Pilots fans would be like, oh, no, that's not the best one. But it's the one I enjoyed the most because, you know, uh, probably because I haven't overplayed it like all the other ones. I listened to Blurry Face. That was their album before, uh... What was this one called? Trench? Yeah. Um, I played that album on repeat. So a lot of those songs are like, I know them by heart, but they're not my favorite anymore just because I've played them too many times. Um, literally on the way to the 21 Pilots concert, I probably listened to that album like however many times it took to get to where we were going. It was like probably two hours away. So... And it's only, like, 14 tracks, so it's not like it's a super long album either. 
most of their albums are kind of around 14 tracks, except for, I believe their self-titled album was like 20-some. That's a pretty good album. I think that might have been before Josh Dunn was actually in the band. Um, but yeah, I just like their come up and stuff like that. I really respect it. They came out of Columbus, Ohio, or just Ohio in general. I don't know if Columbus is exactly where they're from, but I mean, they came from somewhere that's, I mean, no offense to people from Ohio, but Ohio sucks. Um, also I heard it's the swinger capital of, I don't know if it's of the world or just the U S but if you know what a swing, what swingers are, yeah, it shouldn't surprise me. It kind of makes sense for Ohio. <laughs> Again, no offense to anybody from Ohio, but your state sucks. Um, But yeah, I think that's all I got to say on that. Um, Oh, actually, no, it's not. Uh, I didn't know if they were going to make music again because I knew that Tyler Joseph and his wife were having their child. And I didn't know if that meant he would quit music or what it really meant. Um, And it's possible that this is just one song that they're going to have out right now just because they were bored and wanted to make something. Um, That's entirely possible, but I think they're going to keep going. I mean... Yeah, I th- I think they're going to keep going. I don't think they'd stop when they're, you know, at the point they're at now. But they're probably not going to be touring anytime soon for multiple reasons. Well, his child is... uh From the video, it looked like not like a newborn or anything, but still like under a year most likely. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, But yeah, he'll he'll probably take time off to be able to stay at home with his child because, you know, that's kind of a rough thing when you're in the music industry and you can't see your family, especially when you have kids. Um, Makes it really hard for not only you, but, you know, your family back home. Um. And he's a really good guy from what it seems like both of them are. And he wouldn't be the kind of guy to just, you know, run away from his responsibilities and what he feels is right. Seems like a really good dude. Um, But yeah, also because of the coronavirus stuff, they're not going to be touring anytime soon. And uh, also this is only one song and usually they release like, maybe two or three before they actually have an album come out um as like singles you know but yeah uh in other music news in my personal life actually um nothing like in the headlines or anything i've been listening to a lot of tyler the creator if you've ever heard of him um it's really cool and Specifically, the song I'm addicted to is called Earthquake. It's it's like Earthquake, but like instead of the T-H, it's like Earth. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I heard it in the last episode of Dave, the Lil Dicky show. They were playing that, and I was like, 
I like that song, so I, I really had to find it. And I couldn't find it anywhere, and then, like, somehow I found it. And I was like, this is my new obsession. <laughs> His other music is really good, but that's that song in particular is the one I'm addicted to. Um, so, yeah, I've probably listened to that, like, 30 times. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's enough music. Let's go on to a little bit of movie news here. Um, so... This is just a rumor. I don't know how true this is. So take this with a grain of salt. But there's a good possibility that Keanu Reeves might be playing Ghost Rider, which I never thought about before. I was thinking like, oh, maybe he'll play Moon Knight. And, um, but then that became like, oh, that's going to be a Disney Plus show. And I was like, Keanu Reeves can do better than a show. You know, I feel like he needs a movie. Um, and then... I when I was doing like the fan casting of the X Men, I said he would be a really good Wolverine, and I still think that for the most part. But honestly, I think he'd be a better Ghost Rider, um. Because when I heard that, I was like, "That's fucking perfect." Like he would be such a good Johnny. Uh, what do they call him? Not Johnny Storm. That's Human Torch. It's like Johnny Blaze or something like that. Although they could go with a different. Um, name, because I know there's, like, different versions of Ghost Rider in the comics, or at least I'm pretty sure. Um, I know on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, they had him, they had Ghost Rider on there, and I don't think it was Johnny Blaze, or whatever you call him. I only watched, well, actually, I think I watched both Ghost Rider movies, and with Nicolas Cage, and they were just not good. (laughs) I would not watch those again. But, yeah, I think Keanu Reeves would be fantastic as Ghost Rider. And it's not like a solo Ghost Rider thing. It's going to be, um, well, the rumor is that it's going to be in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, the uh, sequel to the first Doctor Strange. Um, and uh, I've said this in an, another episode. Uh, I, at least I think I did. Um that people really want uh, Tobey Maguire to reprise his role as Spider-Man in Multiverse of Madness because it's possible to do that with Multiverse. And also, um, I don't know if it's official or not, but I'm pretty sure Sam Raimi is directing uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And if you didn't know, Sam Raimi directed the first, or like the original three Spider-Man movies. Um, whether or not you like the third one or any of them, I guess, you know, that's your opinion. But personally, I grew up with those movies. Three isn't very good, but one and two, two specifically is the best one out of all of them. But yeah, I grew up with that. And I mean, Tobey Maguire isn't my favorite Spider-Man. If I'm being honest, Tom Holland isn't my favorite Spider-Man either. Not even Andrew Garfield. My favorite adaptation of Spider-Man so far has been in the Spider-Man PS4 game. That is the perfect adaptation of Spider-Man. And I saw a thing... Oh, I can't remember where I saw it, but... Um, the the character design in that game of Peter Parker is almost like Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and Tom Holland kind of put into one. Um, and I definitely see it, but... Yeah... Uh, that's definitely my favorite adaptation of him. 
and nobody's beaten it so far, but, you know, uh, I think Tom Holland does an amazing job as Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield was okay, but he kind of seemed like a bad guy in a way, um, with some of the stuff that he did. I didn't care for it all too much, um, but Tobey Maguire will always have a place in my heart as Spider-Man, just because, I gr- again, I grew up watching those movies, um, and that's just kind of what I think of most of the time when I think of Spider-Man, um, but yeah, hopefully Keanu Reeves is playing Ghost Rider, because I think that would be very cool, uh, and I'd definitely be down for that, and I can't believe I didn't think of it before, but, you know, now that it's a rumor, hopefully it becomes true, because a lot of times the rumors kind of do become true, but a lot of times, a lot of rumors just get debunked and stuff like that but you never know with marvel they're always misdirecting people and um you know saying that a rumor isn't true when it is true and you gotta wait till you watch the movie to find out um they're very good at that i'll give them i'll give them that for sure uh yeah so the next topic i want to talk about today i'm just doing the kind of meh ones first so i can get into the good stuff um, not to say any of this was bad stuff, but, um, Impractical Jokers, the movie, watched that, like, most of it. It's basically just watching the show Impractical Jokers, but it's extended, and also there's, like, kind of a story to it. They're, like, trying to go to Paula Abdul's party or some shit, and, um, they're gonna compete, because they only have, like, three backstage passes, and there's four of them. Um, I don't know if they're going to a party or a concert. I think there was, like, a concert and an after party or some shit like that. But, yeah, the the plot that they tried to pull together just really didn't work for me. But I enjoyed everything that was kind of just the Impractical Jokers doing what they do best. And, you know, doing the crazy public, you know, pranks and stuff like that and all the challenges I really enjoy that show, um, I have for years, but I don't know, this just kind of, I mean, it was fun to watch, but I could have done without, you know, Paula Abdul plot lines and shit like that, I really didn't care, but it was kind of a road trip movie, and it was kind of fun, so, um, I enjoyed it for what it was, but... It's nothing groundbreaking, obviously. Uh, next topic, I watched a movie called Crawl. Um, if you haven't heard of it, it's about this girl who... Um, she lives in uh, Florida, and she's a swimmer uh, on the swim team and all that. And there's a hurricane coming in. It's supposed to be really bad, and nobody can get a hold of her father. So she goes to try and find him he's further down south where it's a little more dangerous when it comes to you know the hurricane stuff um and uh i don't want to spoil anything because i think you you guys should check it out it's a pretty cool movie um but basically what, what ends up happening is you know they get kind of stuck where they are and also, there's a bunch of alligators, and it's 
really creepy. Um, yeah, this movie was pretty fun. It wasn't, like, anything super crazy. Not, like, the best horror movie I've ever seen. But the effects were very good. I was surprised, especially with all the water. Um, it's kind of hard to have special effects with water in a way. Um, and have, like, something CGI um, actually react to the water. Because a lot of it seemed pretty practical, except for the alligators. They were CGI, but they looked very good. I mean, you could tell they were fake, but at the same time, they looked very good. Um, and yeah, it was just kind of a cool survival movie um, with the concept that, I mean, you've kind of seen before with Jaws and stuff like that, but with a different animal, I guess, alligators. And I thought it was pretty cool. Um, and I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, but yeah fun movie a little bit a little bit scary but like not too intense definitely gory for sure there's this one scene where like you can see his bone popping out of his leg and that's pretty nasty um the dad but yeah it was it was a pretty fun movie and i suggest you check it out if you haven't uh yeah so the next movie i want to talk about is called colossal and it has Anne Hathaway, um, Jason Sudeikis, Sudeikis, uh, I think that's how you say it, Sudeikis, Jason Sudeikis, or some shit like that, um, who else is in it, Dan Stevens, Tim Blake Nelson, um, which he is from Buster Scruggs, and, uh, I haven't seen that movie, but, he was also in Oh Brother Where Art Thou, Holes, Just Mercy, Incredible Hulk, Fan Stick, <laughs> the crappy one from a few years ago. But yeah, he's been in some stuff for sure, and I recognize him whenever I see him in something. But yeah, he was in there. Um, and oh man, what's the. How do I describe this? So, first of all, it's on Hulu, and you guys need to watch this movie because I fucking loved it. Um, let me read the synopsis for you because I feel like I can't sell it good enough. Um, Gloria is an out-of-work party girl who leaves New York and moves, uh, sorry, I lost my spot. Gloria is an out-of-work party girl who leaves New York and moves back to her hometown after getting kicked out of her apartment by her boyfriend, played by Dan Stevens, um... When news reports surface that a giant creature is destroying Seoul, South Korea, Glory, Gloria gradually comes to the realization that she is somehow connected to this far-off phenomenon. As effects begin to spiral out of control, she must figure out why her seemingly insignificant existence is having such a colossal effect on the fate of the world. So... Uh, yeah, so basically, just watch the trailer. It's insane. She's connected to this, like, giant Godzilla-like monster. And it, it it's just really crazy. And I really enjoyed it. And it was, like, really deep, too. Like, it wasn't just kind of... It, it, I mean, it definitely had comedy to it. But it was, like, really real. And I, I appreciated how, how seriously it kind of took it because, you know, there were a lot of lives at stake, whether or not it was 
their lives personally, the main characters, but like in another country, there was a lot of lives at stake. Um, and her being kind of an alcoholic can definitely cause issues because if she's not careful enough, she could kill a lot of people and not mean it, but still kill a lot of people. Um, and it was a really good movie. I think you guys should check it out. Again, it's on Hulu. I love Anne Hathaway. She's like one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I think you guys will too. So the last movie I want to talk about today is called Chef. It's directed by um, John Favreau. Also stars John Favreau. Um, and basically, uh, I'll, I'll read the synopsis for you. After a controlling owner pushes him too far, Chef Carl Casper quits his position at a prestigious Los Angeles restaurant. As he tries to figure out what his next step should be, he finds himself in Miami. Carl joins forces with his ex-wife, played by Sofia Vergara, and uh, best friend, John Leguizamo. Oh, God. Leguizamo? Sorry, I probably butchered that, but yeah, he was in that. And son, MJ Anthony, um, to launch a food truck business, and the venture provides a chance to reignite his passion for cooking as well as his zest for life. This movie, it was it was a feel-good movie, so it wasn't overly dramatic. It definitely had dramatic elements to it, but oh my god, John Favreau was fantastic in this movie. Um, and John, I'm just going to say John L cause I cannot pronounce that last name for the life of me. Um, he was really good in this movie and kind of a good buddy to, uh, Carl. And, uh, yeah, I just really enjoyed this movie. It had so much personality and it just made me feel kind of warm inside. That sounds really cheesy, but it was really good, and John Favreau is a fantastic director. He also wrote this, I believe, um, so it was kind of his baby. But yeah, uh, there's also a show on Netflix if you want to check it out. Um, by the way, Chef is not on Netflix, unfortunately. Um, it should be everywhere because I think everybody should watch it. It's phenomenal. But there's a show on Netflix, it's a Netflix original called The Chef Show, and it has John Favreau in it, and he basically goes around and, you know, makes food with world-renowned chefs, and going to different places and making food. I watched a few episodes, it was pretty fun, and I, lo I really like John Favreau as a person, I think he's very cool, and if you don't know, he's he plays Happy in... Uh, you know, the, all the Marvel movies with Iron Man and Spider-Man and all that. Uh, and he also directed uh, at least the first two Iron Man movies. I don't think he directed the third one. And he also directed Elf, and he had a very minor role in that as the doctor when uh, Buddy the Elf was <laughs> eating those cotton balls, which is really funny. But... Yeah, I really like his, his style of directing. He just seems like a really like genuine person and knows how to make something that makes you feel good, I guess. And nothing like overly dramatic, but definitely something that has like s substance in a deeper, deeper like 
not meaning, but like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. I've been rambling. My mouth is dry. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to do this today just because I wanted to not get it over with, but like, I wanted to do it just because I wasn't feeling it yesterday and I was going to do it yesterday. And then I was like, all right, I'll probably do it today. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just do it tomorrow. But I was like, no, I should probably do it today. Um, I still love doing the podcast for sure. It's just really, really hard sometimes to bring myself to, you know, actually do something productive with my time, especially during all of the quarantine stuff. It's hard to have the motivation to want to do anything. Um, but yeah, here I am. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, and now I'm going to start plugging some different shit. <laughs> uh, so follow PCP on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. So you're always updated when there's a new episode. Also go like my Facebook page for PCP. It's just PCP. Go like that Facebook page. If you have any questions, comments, um, suggestions, anything, uh, you can directly message me there through Facebook Messenger, or you can DM me on uh, Instagram um, at pop underscore culture underscore podcast. You can go follow me there. Um, and also I have a Twitter now, which I'll have to pull up because I can't remember the uh, username. It is at PC podcast at uh, wait, shit. Okay, at PCP, that PCP part, all caps, and then, okay, <laughs> I, I'm, I can't speak today, at PC Podcast 20, the PCP in it is all caps, but, like, the oddcast part is just, you know, undercase, or lowercase, or whatever the fuck you call it, I talk too much, um, yeah, so that's all I got for today. I hope this episode was all right. Uh, not my best one so far, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, hope you guys had a good Easter. Hope you guys are staying safe and healthy. Hope your family's doing well. Um, and yeah, like I said, go, go on those socials, follow me, like my shit, and uh, yeah. I'll see you in the next one.